This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Joining us today on the phone for coffee is Deborah Vo, Program Officer of Strategy and Initiative at the Rasmussen Foundation. Also on the phone to speak with her is KYUK's Steve Heimel. Good morning to you both. Oh, good morning, good morning. Can you hear me, Deborah? Good morning. Hi, Steve. I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, great. Uh, welcome to uh, the Delta audience here, and uh, we're really glad to have you here. Um, I, I took an interest in um, talking to you because I saw your name associated with the Rasmussen Foundation, and, you know, that's something that I really want to talk about, but also just about you, because uh, you used to run the Alaska Inter-Tribal Council, and I'm sure there are members of our audience that remember you from that. And uh, this seems an interesting career move for you. <laughs> it has. It, it's, um, you know, I, I haven't really paid attention to career moves, but I know that throughout my professional um, career life, I've been very intentional about um, uh, where um, I choose to work and serve my people. So that's really important for me. Um, and I'm, I'm back in my own stomping grounds. I'm originally born and raised in St. Mary's, so I feel really at home talking to you this morning. So. Well, that's great. So as the, how long have you been this uh, program officer now? Um, I've been with the Rasmussen Foundation um, for three years uh, as a program officer, and more recently, uh, within the past um, six months, um, moved over to um, strategy. Okay, now what does that mean, strategy and initiatives? Okay, well, that's a really good question. <laughs> but actually, I, um, it's it's we're we're in a um, we're in a place right now here at the foundation where we're you may have heard that we are taking a pause um, in our grant making, and um, it's giving us the opportunity to um, to really look at how can we better serve Alaskans and um, in the in the in the realm of the strategy initiatives we 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 do have some um, initiatives that may you may have heard of we have been very involved in um, the homelessness um, here in Anchorage and throughout the state of Alaska now, yeah I want to interrupt you there that's still going on that did not pause right no, it did not pause. Okay. The, the initiative work that we're doing is still ongoing. Yep. What has paused is our um, regular grant making, what we call Tier 1 and Tier 2 um, grants. And uh, and our office is still open. We still welcome folks to call in and have conversations with, with us. In fact, we encourage them because during this pause, we're, we're trying to figure out um, how to make our process easier for Alaskans, uh, nonprofits, tribes, tribal organizations, city governments too, to tap into our resources that we have here um, at at the foundation. So it's not necessarily that there would be a change in the in the strategic direction, but uh, more a pause to look over the whole picture. Then, yes, you know, um, next year we're going to be celebrating our. 70th anniversary as um, a foundation, a family foundation. So this is a great opportunity to kind of step back and, and kind of look at, you know, okay, where we started, 
um, and where have we gone and, and, and the impact that we've had on Alaskans, but also um, an opportunity to really like plan for the future, for the next 70 years. So we're very excited about that and um, looking forward to having those more meaningful community conversations throughout Alaska. Well, that sounds like it's a process that is going to take a while. It has been. Um, it has been in the works since last year. Um, and so we are hoping, um, you know, as we move through 2024, that um, the strategy will become clear. It is becoming pretty clear. Not, not much is going to change, um, I will tell you that much. Um, but I think it's going to give not only the board, but um, the staff the opportunity to um, really focus on our grantees, um, Alaskans, and as we move forward. Um, I, you know, have been involved in, like, nonprofits and public broadcasting for so many years. Um, but one thing I was always terrible at was uh, grant applications. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I knew that the key part, the budget I could do, I could do the budget part, but the language part, Always gave. I didn't seem to know the lingo that was necessary, and I would take my efforts to a professional grant writer, and they just sort of <laughs> their eyes would roll. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. You know, there is the you know a different, I guess, lingo language that um, grant applications have. So, you know, as part of our pause and and making our process more accessible is kind of looking at that language and kind of simplifying it into layman terms. <laughs> I can't tell you how happy that makes me. <laughs> it makes That's, me happy too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be running after any grants here, but I it, it just uh I do think that sometimes it it, it kind of kind of winds around its own axle and you know, all the official language and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um so and I'm I, I'm glad that you um you know, I'm kind of wondering how that board is going to going to look at something like that. Oh, they're doing an amazing job. So I I would have no doubt that you know we're going to come out even stronger. Yeah, one program that uh, I remember Diane Kaplan started long ago. I think even before she joined the Rasmussen Foundation was um, an invitation to. Uh, the philanthropic community nationwide to mm-hmm. come to Alaska, you know, every year. Is that program going to continue? Uh, that's one of the um, things that we're looking at. It's, I'm, I'm going to say it's not going to be discontinued, but I think the process is going to be a little bit more focused um, on, on the needs of Alaskans and how outside philanthropy, um, we can help outside philanthropy understand our needs um, of Alaska and kind of, you know, be that connector in making making those connections with those organizations, those nonprofits, those tribes, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, you know, you're in a position to be very conscious of, of tribes and, and knowing the, uh, you know, administrative needs of tribes. Mm-hmm. Uh and the changing uh, political situation and funding situation regarding tribes, mm-hmm. I would think that uh, there are moves that could be made strategically in the foundation in that direction. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I would agree. 
<laughs> well, what do you, maybe you did dig into that a little bit as to what what might be uh, what might be looked at for tribes because uh, there's certainly there's certainly needs. I think there's there's needs, and you know that. Uh, yeah, the need is great um, out in our small tribal communities. So I think what's going to be really important is um, um, taking opportunities to listen to tribal leadership, to listen, um, you know, what their what their priorities are, because they are boots on the ground in their communities. They know what their needs are. They know how to address that. So just being, I, I think, a good a good listener and and how how we can best partner. Um, to to address their challenges. Yeah, um, because there probably are. I mean, the funding opportunities are not just this foundation. They're, they're multiple, and, and certainly in the government, mm-hmm. there's been there, there 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 are some great opportunities. But uh, man, the uh, uh, the administrative part of it. I mean, maybe just uh, helping people to develop some, some kind of boilerplate uh, that, that would penetrate. Some of this uh, stuff that GAO has, or these these requirements that they have, might be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Um, so the the person in charge now is still uh, former Senator Gretchen Guess, right? Yes, it is. It is and, former Senator Gretchen Guess. And uh, I, she she it appears that uh, she's really uh, dug in and and working structurally and. Uh, that that makes me that really interests me. Um, what does your what would your day consist of? There's a typical day there at the foundation. <laughs> I, you know, do, do I, you do, you can work remotely, I guess, right? Well, we we have a hybrid schedule, so um, you know, which is nice. So I can have that opportunity to work remotely or at home should I choose to. Um, but I prefer to come in because you know we have an amazing. Amazing, amazing staff here that um, yeah, that are all very energetic, very supportive of the mission of the Rasmussen Foundation. So I, I choose to be in that in that um, in that arena. And um, but it's I, I never say I have a typical day. Um, a lot of my day is spent doing outreach um, and learning. I'm. You know, I've taken over the homelessness um, initiative, and so a lot for me is like a lot of learning, a lot of meetings, learning um, uh, what different service providers are doing, um, uh, learning who who the people are that are that are doing these services, and and who are they working with in the community. So it's um, I'm at that stage of just. My mind is just constantly um, reading. I do a lot of reading. Um, I I do a lot of uh, phone calls or teams over the Zoom, <laughs> um, and just introducing myself and and learning. It's a lot of listening. So that uh, that sounds like you're also in a position of making yourself pretty available there. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh so, definitely. So in other words, how how did that work? I would think. Of, you know, a person out there listening to this right now, maybe working as a, say, a tribal administrator, mm-hmm. and all says, "Hey, I know some way of Rasmus could really help." Is this the time where they would call, or should they, should they wait and and say, maybe I should wait and see what their programs turn out to be? 
Yeah, so um, we always encourage folks, I mean, um, you know, to reach out. You know, as far as our grant making, you know, the Tier 1s and Tier 2s, um, um, they're on a pause. But if you have an idea, um, um, a potential idea, um, and you want to talk about it, you know, I, I encourage folks to pick up the phone and, and give us a call and, and talk to a program officer about your idea and, and potential funding when, when the grant, when the grant um, applications open up again. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for news, and uh, I can't help it. It's, it's a reflex. Yeah. And uh, when I heard you say that you've kind of grabbed hold of the homeless thing and that that has been continued, I just wondered if, there, if you have any news on that because uh, that, that's certainly in Anchorage in particular, but, you know, also, also in Bethel. Uh, this, this, this has been a really tough nut to crack. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a very complex issue. Um, you know, um, the unhoused, it's, uh, it's, it's not as simple as, um, what one may see, like for example, here in Anchorage, out on the streets, there is more complexity, um, to individuals. And, and in Bethel, I want to go to Bethel because, um, uh, we have supported several, um, projects in Bethel, um, in particular the Bethel Winter House. Um, they have uh, permanent supportive housing that we have supported um, that's opening, I, I believe, next month in Bethel, which is huge. It's huge um, for the region. And just being able to um, work with Michelle DeWitt with the Bethel Community Foundation has been, she's been phenomenal. Um, you know, she has a her pulse on what's going on there in Bethel and the area. So it's been yeah. a great relationship. Yeah, it's been I've been following that of course all along and uh, you you you're absolutely right. This is this is this is big. This is going to be really big. Um you know, just to get it to uh, to where it wasn't just winter was it was already big. Um but it just turned out that there are ongoing uh, needs. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm running out of time, but I want to get back to this. Uh, uh, the the grants that are paused. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know a lot of artists, and uh, you know I, I I the artists and the sabbaticals are ones that really interest me. Mm-hmm. The sabbaticals for uh, for people at nonprofits that get to take a year off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when do you think that might be coming back, or will it? Well, our sabbatical is, um, you know, we, we've had awarded sabbat- our sabbatical, um, uh, sabbatical awardees. So, in fact, um, I want to give a shout out to a local tribal administrator that was awarded a sabbatical, Catherine Moses, um, from the Azatzakamut Tribal Council in Mountain Village is taking a sabbatical. Um, the individual artist awards is uh, on pause right now. Again, I always encourage folks to, um, you know, on your little smartphones when you go online or um, is to continuously check our webpage for updates um, on, on dates when we will be accepting applications. Okay, that's good. And um, one thing I wanted to throw in, uh, 
you, you mentioned the, the capable staff that you have there and you like mm-hmm. to come into the office and yeah. deal with the staff that you have. Program officer's job is essentially to relate to the people that are applying. And I know that applications can are, are, are competitive. Mm-hmm. And uh, often people need to be encouraged to get discouraged. They need to be encouraged. No, you should apply again. Just talk mm-hmm. about how you might revise it. Mm-hmm. And, and you're exactly right. And that's why, uh, you know, I encourage, like, tribal administrators. You know, I've had, like, one gentleman um, from one of the White Cave villages call me. And, you know, we actually walk through the application as, okay, this is what, the information that we're looking for, and um, and it made it a lot easier for him to um, um, to write it in his application. So, you know, we're we're here to help. Um, if there are any questions or anybody gets stuck on an application, you know, I, I encourage you just reach out. Our phone lines are always open. Um, there's okay, Deborah. Thank you. Our time is up. Well, thank you, Steve Heimel. It's been an honor to uh, speak with you this morning, and hi to all my ukes out in the YK Delta. All right. Bye, Deborah. Okay. Bye-bye. That's KYUK's Steve Heimel speaking with Deborah Vo from the Rasmussen Foundation. This is Coffee at KYUK.